What does it really mean to engage in world building with kids? And how does that support writing and storytelling? What can they say about their identities with Minecraft? And the idea that the teacher probably isn't going to imagine nearly as many possibilities for how to represent that in the world as youth will when they're invited. Welcome to the Minecraft Education Edition podcast. I'm Mike Washburn. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Participate, where the world learns together. Language learning is everywhere in Minecraft. On this episode, we speak with Christina Cantrell and Joe Dillon about how the National Writing Project brought it to life in Minecraft. Let's get started. Throughout this season of the podcast, you've heard a consistent theme. Minecraft has an almost limitless potential for teaching and learning. I honestly believe that. There is within Minecraft an incredible opportunity to build an immersive world and bring it to life with animals, plants, and trees, and even NPCs with dialogue. I would challenge every educator out there to think big. Imagine the worlds you would want to build for your students and then go and do it. I have little doubt Minecraft will help your vision come alive. I think the work we'll be talking about today from the National Writing Project will help both you and your students create amazing experiences for teaching and learning, and I'm excited to talk about them. When we come back, a conversation with Christina Cantrell and Joe Dillon from the National Writing Project. Stay with us. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Christina Cantrell works as the Associate Director of National Programs at the National Writing Project, where she works on digital media and connected learning through NWP's Educator Innovator Initiative. She's based in Philadelphia and has been spending part of her time during this pandemic learning how to Minecraft alongside her colleagues and her seven-year-old nephew, Jonah. Joe Dillon teaches creative writing and humanities at Gateway High School in Aurora, where he's also an instructional coach. In his work with the Denver Writing Project, he leads youth camps that focus on digital composition and writing network. He's a Minecraft fan who loves to watch kids play and help teachers think about classroom implications for the game. Welcome to the podcast, Christina and Joe. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Mike. So, Christina, introduce our audience to the National Writing Project. Um, There will inevitably be folks that are listening to this that may not even be familiar with you at all. Um, What is it and why is it important? Sure. Thanks, Mike, for having us here today. Um, So the National Writing Project is really this very large network, about 45-year-old network of educators who connect across um, kindergarten through university. We also work with educators outside of school, uh, librarians, museum educators, and across grade levels and disciplines. And what brings us together is really a commitment to writing and the teaching of writing. And so one of the ways that we work together, we have a motto, teachers teaching teachers, we really learn alongside each other. So all these folks from all these grade levels who have these different knowledge bases about the teaching of writing, we all come together and work together to learn alongside each other as professionals. 
and uh, to develop the field of writing together. But we also learn alongside our students and the youth that we serve. So that's sort of a key um, way that I think we um, have come to this Minecraft project is really learning alongside the kids and listening to them and what's interesting and meaningful to them. Um, also, through the lens of writing and the teaching of writing, we're really interested in the ways that youth are not just consumers of, of content and consumers of other people's knowledge, but really creators of um, their worlds and of their they, how they can use their voice and their um, experience and their interests um, to um, create and develop the world around them. So we're really committed to that. So I think that's the other thing that brings us here to Minecraft EDU is really this commitment to helping kids be agents of their own learning, to create, to write, to build. The National Writing Project has designed now 10 amazing English language learning lessons for Minecraft. I'm really excited to see these when they come out. Um, Joe, why don't you take us through the lessons and what they cover? Absolutely. I'm happy to. So uh, what we've endeavored to design are 10 English language arts lessons for grades three through eight. And we really wanted them to fit under the broad umbrella of world building in such a way that they also allow for teachers to engage youth in a playful experience with writing processes, right? So the kinds of things that, you know, really strong writing teachers like to already lead in creative writing workshops, we're starting to imagine with teachers, what would that look like if it had a second step of world building? And so that's been some of the initial fun of working with teachers and this teachers teaching teachers concept that the writing project takes so seriously. Part of what we're learning together with teachers and youth is when you take something that's worked really well for years in a workshop setting or helps writers get words on a page, what would that look like if we put it in this blocky world? You know, and teachers are, are definitely intrigued by it. So the lessons we have Again, they're 10 English language arts lessons spanning from grades three through eight, but broadly things like, well, I can name them specifically, mm -hmm. right? So there's one about character development. There's one about setting. There's one about point of view. There's one about dialogue. There's one uh, about a, uh, a surrealist game that's played often in creative writing workshops called the Exquisite Corpse that teachers play to get kids to write playfully and make each other laugh when the writing starts to feel too serious and not creative enough. Hmm. So the idea that this centuries old game of exquisite corpse might be reimagined in Minecraft, but also teach youth how to play the game on paper or with paint is just an interesting concept that we've kind of like hit upon. So then there's a, a couple different lessons that are are framed with English teachers will recognize the idea of a this I believe essay, right? So one of the worlds is a this I believe world. And what that really is, is it's a it's a type of an essay that typically teachers teach because it's patterned after an NPR series that they did for years that really works well in the classroom to get kids talking about their deeply held beliefs. So this I believe world allows players to encounter some of those NPR essays over the years, 
but also to think through what their essay might look like. But then it also asks youth to imagine like how their beliefs might look if they built them in Minecraft, right? So just to slow down on that for a moment. And then also there's another one that's similar called where I'm from. So teachers across a number of grade levels will often teach a where I'm from poem as a way to get youth to write about their identities in poetic ways. And so thinking with teachers about how a where I'm from world might allow youth to encounter that some of that poetic writing that asks youth about their identities. But then with with youth bringing so much to the game of Minecraft, you know, what can they say about their identities with Minecraft and the idea that the teacher probably isn't going to imagine nearly as many possibilities for how to represent that in the world as youth will when they're invited. So I'm losing count of my 10 lessons, but uh, I think I've named them all. And and what's also to say is as we as we work towards the 10th, one of the things we're thinking about is a remix of one of those world building specific um, topics like character or setting. So teachers might be able to see what does something look like at an elementary grade band and then what is a more sophisticated um, thinking through of setting look like in Minecraft? One of the things that's a common theme with um, some of the folks that I've been speaking to and, and the people that I have the pleasure of knowing is, you know, when you align lesson building and world building in Minecraft um, with um, specific expertise, um, you get something really, really powerful. Um, and Christina, you know, I was thinking about how the National Writing Project is probably the perfect group to to do something like this. This is, you know, right inside your wheelhouse as an organization to to teach these kind of deep, meaningful um, writing structures. And and what an opportunity, I imagine, to use Minecraft to do it, right? Yeah, I think it's a really um, exciting opportunity, and I really greatly appreciate Joe and um, the colleagues, the team that he's brought together, who've been leading us around it. Um, and our network, uh, many, I mean, there's, uh, I'm sure thousands of teachers who have played with Minecraft or thought about Minecraft or, you know, sort of many teachers thinking about the ways that they're noticing the the kids working in these spaces. And I think one of the things is this writing teachers that we often um, tend to see is both sort of the literacy potential within the game itself, um, this sort of building of worlds and sort of imagining, you know, of sort of uh, spaces that can lend itself to, to the writing process, but then also the multiple literacies that... Um, we might notice kids engaging in around the game. So the way they talk to each other about the game, the way that they um, do research on the game. I mean, I definitely notice my nephew doing that kind of, um, you know, he wants to do something. So he has to go figure out how that gets done um, yeah. And, yeah. and has a range of sources that he uses for that. So you know, really, I think it's one of the things that many of us have noticed as we sort of work in the world with kids, um, but actually sort of having the opportunity to put some structure around it and think, how would we support this? Um, how would we um, engage um, 
with kids and um, and through worlds and lessons. So what I love is Joe's been really leading this as a as an active inquiry pro- process. You know, what does it really mean to engage in world building with kids, yeah. and how does that support writing and storytelling? One of the limitless opportunities in Minecraft is the opportunity for educators to create their very own living lessons in interesting and potentially immersive worlds. So Joe, share with us a bit about the process of creating the lessons. How did the planning work? How did the building process happen? And how did you collaborate with others to make this a reality? Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, just so you're aware, we're we're uh, almost finished with the lessons. So at the time of this recording, we'll be done in just a few weeks. So even as we talk about them in past tense, I have notes about revisions, mm-hmm. et cetera. So they're they're in process. And, and the way that process has been uh, has been kicked off was, number one, you know, kind of undergirding, again, this whole inquiry process is the notion of teachers teaching teachers and teachers being curious. And so the first thing I did was recruit teachers with a level of curiosity about what might this look like, right? And then because I've worked with Minecraft in the classroom before, I'm the one who has the confidence to say, it's okay if we design a world on paper, we'll find a way to make it happen in the blocks, right? Because recruiting teachers who had that initial curiosity they maybe have a seventh grade son. One of the teachers I recruited has a seventh grade son who was also lending mom a little confidence. We can build this world. Don't worry about it. If you draw it on paper, we can make it happen. And so initially, because I now I teach high school, I've had I've had an opportunity to coach in ed tech from K through 12. So I've seen a lot of teachers try Minecraft in the classroom. But with this project, I definitely wanted to recruit people who are currently teaching writing at those grades and really get from the teacher at the bare minimum, their ideas of what feels like successful writing lessons right now. So something that's currently working in their classroom, something they know resonates with youth, and then thinking with them imaginatively about how this might transfer. And then sometimes that's meant the teachers are are going in and clicking and digging themselves into a hole and saying, what the heck just happened? I just tried to play Minecraft and I needed my seventh grade son to help me get out (laughs) of the hole, right? And then there's other times where they're handing me a piece of paper and saying, build this and bring it back to me and we'll, I'll give you some feedback. So to some degree, we're, we're definitely leaning on youth. I'm leaning on my own daughter, nephew and niece and some some youth I know from the writing camps I lead who are always helping us mock up little pieces of these worlds that the teachers have imagined. So it's a little bit of a ragtag group of teachers who are curious and youth who are dying to contribute to the project. And then the worlds themselves are still taking shape, but then it's also been fun to uh, start play testing them. So even as we're designing them, I'm currently play testing them with Denver Writing Project youth camps on Saturdays. So youth are getting in and play testing them even as they're in beta mode, so to speak. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so you've collaborated with educators and 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 worked with them, and I, I love the collaboration with um with students as well um you know let's talk about that 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 collaboration with students because i think that that's a fun little little bit and and talk about kind of how that's been going um talk about some of the the ways in which you've asked them to provide you feedback i'd love to to hear about um your experience getting feedback from students 
on the lessons that you'll eventually deliver to students as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been really fun to have them both in, as as respondents to the worlds as they're in beta mode, and also it, in, as part of the design process. So just briefly about the design process, like there was a teacher in particular who taught third grade and really wanted to imagine a workshop that was successful for her as a maze. And so then we had this uh, 19 year old young writer who'd worked in our camps for years who who had fallen in love with Minecraft during the pandemic. And so she approached me and asked if she could help. And I said, well, here, I've got a messy drawing of a maze. Would you like to build it? And so the imaginative work of a 19 year old girl who'd just fallen in love with a with Minecraft imagining this teacher's maze was really fun, right? And similarly with my own daughter and my nephew, when we're designing the exquisite corpse world, I needed something that was really weird and surreal. And so I kind of commissioned them to build me something that was like pixel art that would just strike people as weird. And so they built a three-headed hydra pig sheep cow that's about five stories tall in Minecraft. And so the idea that like commissioning youth to, to help us imagine what would spark the interest of other youth has been great. And then in the play testing, that's a whole nother layer, right? In terms of asking youth to download the worlds and try them and also inviting them to play together has been great. And we've really tried to approach it from a sense of they aren't trying to get an A on any given lesson. What they are trying to do is take in the whole world and understand what the lesson endeavors to do. Right. And so a youth who's playtesting the setting world, their job is to you know, talk to all the NPCs and read all the prompts and take a take a stab at everything they're prompted to do in the world. But importantly, they're they're situated as a playtester who can come back and say, hey, where is this setting world not teaching you about setting? Like, how could it teach you better about mm -hmm. setting? And where is this world kind of falling down as a construction? How could we make the build better? Right. Write me a game review kind of thing. And so sometimes in the in the youth camps, it's been a youth on Zoom talking to me while they go through a world and kind of complaining about bugs and getting excited about things they see <laughs> as they go around a blind corner. And they don't hold anything back. Do no, they? they're great. And and one of my favorites has been, uh, you know, unexpected because I had a, a pair of sisters who wanted to play test a world for me and they turned off their camera and they turned off their microphones because they were charged with testing the world. And 45 minutes later, they tried the dialogue world and I offered them a chance just to share what they'd written in the world. And they were they just could not stop giggling because they had so much fun writing dialogue together. And they even would they shared three quarters of it with me, but they omitted one part that was just too personal or silly or something to share. And it was just funny how they just cracked each other up writing dialogue after playtesting the world. And they, you know, really didn't have any critical feedback for me. And they said, well, we'll see you next Saturday. And to me, that's like, you know, there's there's a certain amount of having youth beta test that allows for that kind of magic. And as a writing teacher, anytime the, you know, the youth are having so much fun in the writing that their silliness sort of bleeds into the sharing we know we have a good creative process going. That's exciting. Uh, what a great process. The the idea of of engaging kids in 
in you know their own learning or or you know the learning of other students and and telling them that you know the work that you're doing to help us is going to help other students learn i i love that um these 10 lessons will be available in the lesson library of the microsoft education edition um on the website and in the game itself after july 2020 uh so you should definitely check them out i think that they will be a, a great way for you to talk about uh, things that I'm super passionate about, world building, narrative design, all of these great aspects of writing that um, need uh, some more attention. Joe and Christina, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you, Mike. Really appreciate it. appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, thanks, Mike. NPCs, signs, boards, posters, the book and quill and camera. These are just some of the amazing tools built right into Minecraft. There are dozens of resources available on the Minecraft Education Edition website to help you get started telling amazing stories and building immersive worlds. Visit education.minecraft.net today to learn more. Join the Minecraft Education Challenge. This virtual build challenge invites students around the world to learn about issues related to sustainability and inclusion, then design solutions with Minecraft Education Edition. You can create your own prompt that invites students to address a local issue impacting your school, community, or region. This could be something like designing a more accessible version of your classroom in Minecraft. Think about people with different learning styles and disabilities, so the space is a safe and inspiring environment for everyone to be healthy. Or build a more sustainable version of your school in Minecraft. Consider a holistic definition of sustainability, which may involve rethinking energy systems, recycling, transportation, and how nature plays a role. Share progress and stories of your challenge experience via Twitter and Facebook, and tag us using our Twitter handle, at PlaycraftLearn, and the hashtag, Minecraft Challenge, and then post your results on the Minecraft Challenge Flipgrid page. We've added a link to that page in the show notes. We're so excited to see what you build. Thanks for listening to the Minecraft Education Edition podcast. My name is Mike Washburn. This podcast is produced by Participate, where the world learns together. Find out more at participate.com. You want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at education.minecraft.net. Connect with Minecraft Education Edition on Twitter at PlaycraftLearn. You can connect with me directly at Mr. Washburn. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we would be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost, and this helps others to discover the show. Thanks for listening, stay awesome, and we'll see you soon.